0: This is the Green Strength Podcast with Lucius Tyree IV, where the mission is building strength, enhancing performance, and uplifting consciousness. So tune in with the mind, body, and spirit, and let's get moving. All right, my first question for you. Okay. Is now do you think that every human being should have to grapple or kind of like physically fight with another human being? you think it's something that everybody needs to experience?
1: That's a great question. Um, Yes, I think that um, trying to choke someone is (laughs) really strange (laughs) for most people. (laughs) Like... That was the hardest part about it. I was really good at defending myself and trying to get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to me, like, putting someone down and, like, putting my arm around their neck, it was uncomfortable.
0: And I mean this with, like, context. It's not like pe- every human being has to be in this all-out fight. It kind of depends on the level of, like, who the right. person is. But being able to be instructed in a combative in si- situation and yes. realize, like okay, like, I've done some self-defense classes, that will do nothing.
1: It definitely made me feel like if I were in that situation, like, I would be better equipped. Because you can practice other martial arts, but until yeah. you're on the ground with someone... And, I mean, are there any other martial arts types that you would actually, like, be in contact with someone else, unless you were, like, a professional or you were, like, you know, in a fight
0: situation? Are there?
1: Um I mean... I mean, Commonly you've got like the striking you, sports right. and,
0: and boxing. But and usually wartai. if you're doing
1: boxing, you're not going to be... Like, you might be hitting someone's pads.
0: Oh, right, But right. unless
1: you reach a level to where you're actually going to be fighting with another Jiu-Jitsu person. jiu
0: in the form of, like, grappling. So you, wrestling is all about, like, getting an opponent down right. and stabilizing them. Right. Jiu-jitsu is kind of the next aspect beyond that. So, yeah, so most combative situations and fights and stuff especially on the street mm-hmm. are gonna end up on the ground more than likely well yeah and especially if you get hit and you fall down and somebody jumps up on top of you like you've gotta especially the to way start. that
1: i learned because i you guys just kind of threw me in and were like right see what you can do you know yeah which made me feel better about the situation because i it was fine Whereas, yeah, like you didn't have like a and preconceived I, notion. No, of like, no and I'd never skincare. done it before. Yeah. So, like, knowing that I did that without, like, any real prior training or anything <laughs> like that, like, you put me in a boxing situation, or, like, I'm not going to be able to do that on the spot.
0: You right. know, if someone's well, attacking me
1: or if I actually needed to use it.
0: It's different. And one thing that's unique about this is, like, in the little time that you got to practice something, uh-huh. you actually acquired and did better than most people in jujitsu, it takes them, like, I might put putting in a timeline, but a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, like, one, because of the freedom of who we were with, where we were, the context sure. of everything was just, like, there was no fear, there's no nothing, you're learning, and you're thinking, oh, this has been applied to movement. Every single conversation we've had, Mm -hmm. and I'm a mover Mm -hmm. I already do this and then somebody's just showing it to you it's like Mm -hmm. oh that's really cool yeah so that context of like being engaged Uh being open-minded free-thinking flowing true flowing yeah acquiring knowledge and feeling it whereas like just like we see in the gym teaching kettlebells Uh but just like most martial arts journeys there's this like the move is what does it. It's like the move.
1: It's not. You're no, right.
0: It's the move is a piece to get you to realize that you move around the move and the move is part of things. Yeah. So
1: And that was super evident because doing the drills and stuff, like, that was fine. But until you're actually applying it to yeah. a grappling situation, like yeah. you you can't you have to react to whatever's happening. Right. You know, there's no plan.
0: It's not like, oh, well, I'm going to yeah. use
1: this combo. Well, you may not have an opportunity to. You're going right. to do whatever you need to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's such an interesting thing, and I love the analogy of, like, human chess with dire consequences because it's one of those only things that you can literally do to the brink, and you just tap. Like, you can right. literally take somebody and choke them until they say, okay, all right, I would have passed out if I chose not to tap right or like an arm bar and stuff and you're just so vulnerable realizing like uh-huh. well like at that time in nature my arm got broken <laughs> <Yes>. Like, <laughs> we can restart it like couldn't do anything but i don't know it's a very humbling and it has been like the perfect thing to come out of like my meathead mm-hmm. egotistical years of like aesthetics and getting caught in outdoing people and being fitter than people mm-hmm. and then realizing like your fitness isn't this life fitness it's not this like combative skill set of of movement that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how strong you are mm-hmm. it matters how you apply all these things it's true to like this calm manner and you can think
1: well and i mean that applies to other issues too i mean just like us speaking of back problems and things like that you know it doesn't matter how strong I get really. That's not It's not necessarily gonna fix the issue because you're too strong probably. If I don't if I don't yeah, if I don't learn to engage and apply mm-hmm. these, you know, muscles to the movements, like it's not gonna help me. It's right. not about how strong I am. It's about is this muscle or is this limb or is this joint doing its job?
0: Which is kind of something I was like thinking about in, in a weird context, like both of us, our back injuries are, there's so many factors. So many. But there is a product an accumulation of something, even the two healthy people sitting here have been doing or have gotten ourselves to mm-hmm. that's, we hate the pain, we hate the times of the downness, mm-hmm. but we also kind of enjoy this because this is like giving us our ultimate education. Oh, it's absolutely! Challenging and getting you to see things, but even inside our own own field of expertise, like we're on the same battle mm-hmm. that happens, and it's where I'm going with this is it's like this routine battle that we don't we subconsciously don't see. Mm-hmm. And what I was going to ask you about was like. I was literally gonna ask you the question how is losing weight and getting in shape well literally not the easiest thing there is
1: <laughs> um...
0: and I mean that because if you are capable of starting your uh, business and you know being very successful in that business, you are capable of losing weight and getting in shape. If you're capable, so capable of raising a good child, you're capable of doing this.
1: I mean, I have this own discussion with myself all the time. Uh-huh. You know, and the decisions I make about what movement I'm doing or what I'm eating. And for whatever reason, when it comes to food and exercise, we seem to, as humans, have a harder time disciplining ourselves and keeping our routine uh-huh. and... We know what we're supposed to be doing.
0: But we, we do that.
1: We all know.
0: You and I yes. do that. Yes, for but that's the most that's part, why yes. we're fit and in shape. Yes. It's not discouraging for the, the person that's like, well, I suck at this and I can't right. figure it out. Asshole. What are you talking about? It's like, no. We actually struggle with things you may be very good at. Sure. But you struggle with it's the true. thing that we're good at. So everybody's got this this mm-hmm. thing. Our Problems aren't being fit and in shape. Our problems are other routines that might have mm-hmm. been too fit and too shaped that have mm-hmm. developed us into back pain sure. at certain times. But what I the context of kind of what I mean by that is like everybody needs to, to slow down and start to kind of realize like, okay, I am capable of getting in shape and losing weight. Right. I need to start to really self-examine my routines and constructively mm-hmm break them down mm-hmm. you know and I was talking to a guy who I've just kind of started helping with nutrition and this is a cool guy because A he's dedicated and he's disciplined and he's also hungry like right now mm-hmm. um, to get some stuff but he's also a guy that will like listen mm-hmm. and do stuff so I kind of had to reassure him like yeah what I sent you didn't sound like a whole lot
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I did talk about you know consciously building good meals of, like, a protein, mm-hmm. a vegetable, and a fruit, mm-hmm. and be a little bit limited with your starch here and there. Just the basic stuff. <laughs> That's style.
1: literally but real all food. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what you just said, I re- I've recommended that to people a million times over. Yeah.
0: And so his thing right now is he had a great question. Well, you know, you put some yogurt in here. Like, what do you think about dairy? You know, like, hey— if we find out that you can tolerate dairy really well right now and you enjoy it in life then let's fucking keep I, it in there yeah but if in a couple of weeks of you mm-hmm. eating consistently real food like I've always talked about because really the problem you're going to understand is not what I'm telling you now the problem you're going to understand is those sneaky little routines mm-hmm. that you know so if you can have dairy have it if you can't have dairy we'll take it away right but we figured mm-hmm. something out right and we we'll, And it's
1: not about dairy affecting your weight loss necessarily. It's more about is dairy affecting you know how you're feeling. Are you having a reaction to it? You know, are you not digesting it properly? I mean, that's really what it's about. It's not about a calorie cut.
0: No, and (laughs) the the good thing is like if you can bear out these first couple weeks where it doesn't seem like I'm doing a whole lot.
1: Exactly. And I'm going to keep throwing little
0: things at you, and all of a sudden with you're going to learn how to eat for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And you're going to learn how to create results that are s- sustainable versus the mm-hmm. other. We were around, like we were just up at, in, at the Budokan University uh, Big Sky Retreat with Cameron Shane and Melaine Shane. Um, but we were around healthy, active people mm-hmm. all day, every day. And my favorite thing to do is watch that Everybody eats different. Mm-hmm. Every, we all ate real food, mm-hmm. but we all ate different stuff all the time. So everybody's stressed and worried about finding the right diet. And it's like, well, if you go up to the little fit camp and hang out with them in the mountains, <laughs> they all just kind of eat real shit to their own desire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what makes them feel good. But nobody went and ate fast food. Nobody mm-hmm. ate a lot of processed things like that. Everybody mm-hmm. might have enjoyed a treat. Sure. But that's just like a dessert, enjoying on yes. vacation. Yeah. But for the most part, everybody ate real food. And you ate more of a plant-based week, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, in, in total uh, percentage. Right. I freaking went carnivore out the ass. Yeah. You know? like, But, like, everybody's doing their own thing. So people can always remember that the healthy people... Uh-huh And the fit people are all. like they're vegans, they're carnivores, they're this, yeah. they're that. They're, it's
1: not about not eating meat. It's not the biggest one of the biggest frustrations I have when I'm talking to people about nutrition. and when I look at these other you know diets or recommendations that are out there, it's like people just want to take an entire food group. And just remove demonize it from their diet. It.
0: Just demonize it. And, I know. and I'm just
1: like, if you want to take an entire food group and remove it, like remove anything in a package. Process. First.
0: I mean, that's, the whole, that's, that's, that's like exactly the what we're first thing you want to yeah. remove.
1: Quit looking for alternatives. If you want to go gluten-free, then fine. Yeah. Go gluten-free if that's what works best for you. But you can't be going out and buying this all this gluten-free bread and gluten-free this and gluten-free that. It's right. like the reason that it's gluten-free is because... They're taking that product and they're using a whole bunch of random shit to make it somewhat resemble a piece of bread.
0: Oh, and you get real bread. And then the, the it, irony here is it might work with them stomach. Right, it all is, yeah, right. But they don't it's know. like
1: you don't have to eat the bread. If you can't tolerate the gluten, just don't eat yeah.
0: bread. So if you're like one of those conspiracy theorists out there that's always like, don't trust the government. You know they're lying to you. There's mm-hmm. a lot of those out there right now. Yes. But if you're doing that and you're overweight... Right. And unhealthy and right. frustrated about it, then you're you're falling for the same shit. Right. Like you're you're falling for the 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 diets and stuff. Is what's crazy is just the camps and things now with them all. Oh, it's and, and it's the
1: consumerism of I mean, all of these products and supplements and meal replacements, and it's like, why do you need to replace this meal with this like? Birthday cake flavored protein shake. Like I don't understand that. And yeah, and it is. It's a bullshit routine because yeah. you didn't make the time to go to the grocery store or meal prep or. And it's like, yeah, it does take a little bit of time, but what's it worth to you? Is it yeah. worth and your life? When it becomes
0: your lifestyle, it doesn't become time. Yeah, it's. You know, we just. I mean, it's, it's just, just the routine. Shit we do. It's just what we do. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, all this stuff. I mean, that's. What I love looking at all different diets because I like, you know, I the guy I make fun of and troll the most right now, Paul Saladino, the carnivore MD guy. I think he puts out awesome shit. Mm-hmm. He's a super smart guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he's so fucking diehard and gung-ho on it, which mm-hmm. he should be. But what's wrong is my own frustration, not him. Mm-hmm. My, it's my frustration is that everybody that's latching on and following and, and they're looking and they're like, he's the end. There. All this is... This is the way. It's like, no, no, no. Take this is a lot of this end. great science and opinion and theory and apply it, and a lot of it might work perfect for you. Right. But I cannot tell you how many years now that I have also seen the, the same foods. Like, they're literally, like, you telling me that there are not healthy people that promote, like, quinoa, plant-based stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, get the fuck out of here. There yeah. are very healthy people on this earth. Very. That are eating fruits yeah. and vegetables and stuff. Yeah. And like I should take something from them too. Mm-hmm. And I should kind of use and figure out what I need and find the bits and pieces that work for me.
1: Yeah, you can't it, it would be like, you know, me eating everything you eat and expecting that to work mm-hmm. for me. It's not right. going to work.
0: <laughs> and so that's the cool thing about letting people know if like and that the guy I'm working with it's like Even if I was going to take a person who is halfway eating good, they work out and stuff, but they've been still eating some shit a little Uh bit more frequently and stuff. Uh If I'm going to start working with them and their mission is to go on a ketogenic diet, Uh I'm still going to, I'd like to get a whole month Uh of more of a Whole30 type approach. I always talk about Whole30 because just the visual, real food. Sure. All of it. If it can run, fly, swim, come off mm-hmm. a tree, come from the ground, and nuts, seeds, fruits, vegetables, I want it all. Mm-hmm. I want real food. Mm-hmm. It's like, but keto, I, I know. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start stop the process shit, as you were talking about, mm-hmm. and we're going to do real food. And the irony behind this, and I have it's happened more times than not in my career, is that they don't even feel the need to go keto by then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because then all of a sudden their results have started to happen. Right. And they realize like, oh, wait a minute, I can get lean, still eat this fucking sweet potato. Like I really yes. want this. Like this is great. Bye. And it's like, okay, but now you also know you have this ketogenic superpower weapon when you're ready
1: uh-huh. to
0: like utilize it. Because it's uh-huh. not it's not psychologically fueled like it will incinerate my fat. No, it's just gonna apply A life and a routine that's going to be favorable for you, Uh but if you don't know how to get into that and navigate out of it You're just a fool
1: and let's take for instance like, you know, let's say somebody is Overweight and they want to lose weight and they want to start a keto diet Mm -hmm. This is just a case of that is not an appropriate way for you to build healthier habits Mm -hmm. you are going from one extreme to another very extreme, yeah. and what's going to happen is you're going to cut all your carbs. You're going to lose weight initially because that's what happens when we cut carbs. Our body has to process our fat to make carbohydrates, to then make ATP eventually. And sure, it works. But I always tell people, you know, you're going from eating, you know, processed foods, and maybe you eat somewhat healthy, but either way, you're over you're overweight, and you need to lose weight are you not going to eat a carb for the rest of your life? What's going to happen when that initial weight loss after that, what's going to happen? You're going
0: to, you you don't know, you don't know what to do. You
1: you don't know what to do because you haven't spent the time to build healthy habits. You haven't spent the time to teach yourself how to cook and to actually educate yourself on what you're supposed to be putting in your body. All you're doing is following a guideline of I can't eat this. I can't eat this. I can't eat this. I can't eat this. Well, why do you know why? (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, man, I, I've i achieved my best two physiques that were basically almost mirrorable. Uh-huh. Both ways. Like, one, ingesting carbohydrates, and one, not being totally strict keto, but being a, a very low carb mm-hmm. to the point where, like, yeah, it fucked with, like, relationships and stuff. Because it was like, yeah. I, the, I was dedicated. Right. I wasn't going to eat it.
1: Right. Like, I'm not. You uh-huh. will.
0: Like, you know, it's right. like. It's but it's so stupid. It's like no, I just had to like grow up and rationalize and realize that I controlled these situations and I mm-hmm. controlled the things and I had to start. I literally myself personally had to like relook at food again. And it sounds yes. stupid, but I know everybody else has done this. Like I had to look at like sweet potatoes and kind of be like, oh, I fucking love you. Mm-hmm. Like why would I be afraid of you? You provide me value, right? Like you provide me nutrition. And that's, then if you go look at the health benefits of a sweet potato and you start really looking up that stuff instead of staying on carnivore MD's opinion Mm -hmm. of a tuber, Mm -hmm. you'll find all these amazing vitamins and minerals and things like, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay. And that's how you have to view things. Like I'm putting these in my body.
1: And I always tell people too, um, you know, you don't see a lot of nutrient deficiencies in the U.S., because we have a very wide range yeah. of foods that are available to us. I mean we do have some, you know, a lot of people are vitamin D deficient, which is, you know, its own thing.
0: Well, I think you're making like you could say but, you don't see it, but you do, but the ones that you do see it all have that common thing. Mm-hmm. They eat processed foods and stuff. Right. So if you're kinda of following But
1: it. I mean you look at you know, third world countries. Right. Like, they've got all kinds of problems and all kinds of uh, micronutrient deficiencies and, you know, all this stuff that we just don't see here in America. And a lot of it is because um, our grains are fortified and stuff like that. But also, we have a wide range of fruits, vegetables, proteins available to us. There's no reason that we can't be getting all of our nutrients from food. Yeah. There's just no reason.
0: It tastes better. It's better. I mean I don't understand it anymore like I definitely was I've had to come and, and learn but that's that brings me to like the ultimate thing that I wanted to talk to you about today the thing that drives me absolutely crazy right now and I'm like I'm trying to figure it out with myself, because I totally do, like, understand psychological stuff. Like, when something drives you, see the same thing that you're right, yourself right, right back in. And I do. Like, I get this whole game. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, I love this shit. Like, I want mm-hmm. to talk and I want to help people. And nine times out of ten, I'll probably undercut myself and not even charge and end up giving you all these answers that I'm watching everybody just... So it's a conversation we've had. But we both have people around this area, in Mm -hmm. the metro, who love the same stuff we do. Mm -hmm. And they are physically caught up in, like, this Instagram world of these coaches and being involved in these trends and groups and simply just not getting the education Mm -hmm. that they need, that they're investing in, when it's right down the road. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think, like people need to really start to look at what they're, they need to invest into a person that they can see, that they can talk to, that they can really get to know and not invest everything into an organization, a trend, an online community. Yes, I mean, we all want to build an online community of some sort, but at first, like your real education and investment needs to go to sources and it just freaks me out when i look at like social media and i realize like all the ogs who have like literally laid all this groundwork that everybody else is just regurgitating yes are, are not even uh, irrele- like relevant on here right they're irrelevant and then it's this group of people who both of us <clears throat> have grown up and been around potentially at certifications or things and it's kind of like well it's not about who knows more Mm-mm. and it's not about who's more passionate it's strictly about who is more passionate to fool you and build this audience and get this this Instagram power going mm-hmm. so my rant here is like we are teachers like we don't give a fuck about that
1: mm-hmm. we want
0: to teach
1: Well, for you and I specifically, I mean, we've talked about online content a lot and, you know, how to do that and what it looks like. Um, But that, you know, when we do that, it's going to be very difficult for us because the way that you and I work with people is very personal. It's very intimate. It's very hands-on. The way that we teach people how to do things, we like to see their bodies move and we like to dissect it over time and see what they're... Habits are and their mechanics are, and not having that in person like connection with somebody and yeah. trying to teach them the things that we're teaching them. I it's just difficult,
0: and we're just playing around with like exercise now. Like, I've tried to be, I follow a lot of stuff, and I was looking at a lot of it recently, and I was kind of like trying to be object- objective on myself, like, okay. This booty blasting, like, kettlebell complex workout that this person has mm-hmm. more followers than I can ever imagine now and puts out all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And the content is great. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but I'm breaking down the workout in my head. I'm like, it looks like we've created just a lot of variety and fun. Sure. Which on two fronts is good and bad. And it brings me to asking you, like, what is flow to you?
1: Well, that's what I was just thinking in my head. It's like, you know, people put out some cool stuff. It's fun. It's something that I could look at these Instagram profiles and be motivated or inspired by it. And I could pick up a kettlebell and play with it but i know how hard it is to teach someone a kettlebell swing kettlebell clean kettlebell snatch these things are very difficult to instruct they take time i mean when i start a new client and they have no experience it could take them you know up to a month of working with me twice a week at least to like get the hike swing down enough to where they can flow and connect different movements. It's not easy. Yeah. And most of my clients that do it now have been doing it for a couple of years and they know the ebb and flow of it. They know where they're supposed to feel the tension. They know where they're supposed to feel the freedom, but there's no way that a person with no, or even some kettlebell experience could do an online program like that and actually feel what the flow is. I don't, I glad don't, glad I think you, that's very you gave rare. You the perfect
0: answer because I already know what flow is to you. Like that's why we get along so well. Like flow, when you're doing kettlebell flow and flowing around with, uh, you know, just uh, all your body movement and stuff, you are in a parasympathetic state of being f- truly flowing mm-hmm. with the bell. hmm and that's that's the missing link that the majority that are following this trend and that are jumping on of course you're getting to do things but you're you're working out your sympathetic nervous systeming mm-hmm. the flow state
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and that's, that's what it is <laughs> yeah and i think that's the big thing of like actually realizing that, of course, you can do all these cool-looking tricks and things mm-hmm. with these tiny little bells or mm-hmm. these tiny clubs and stuff, mm-hmm. but you teach and you, te- and you practice the ability to, like, I need to be able to flow soft, but I still need to be able to flow hard. Mm-hmm. And I've got to learn how to, you know, utilize both of my nervous systems. But that's just more conscious in-depth of this. And I guess my point overall to this is, like, if you're engaging on these activities, you really need to invest and in like figure out. I get it's it's kind of like your why. It's like why am I doing this? I have to learn okay. to love this. So I've got to learn to, to breathe, relax, mm-hmm. and, uh, practice, and, and all the above, and not just make something look cool for a, mm-hmm. a video, because mm-hmm. that is not building the true aesthetic results that come with the the, the mind shift. No. When the lifestyle shifts and the mind shifts to true flow, then you end up like Cameron, like we are talking about. Then, uh-huh. that, you know, that's somebody who stayed in the flow, that stayed in the flow of like always moving but always relaxing
1: and you know, this always is, being healthy. I've been thinking about this the whole time we've been talking about it, but it's like the difference between making these choices with our nutrition and with our exercise for aesthetics versus lifestyle and health so when it boils down to it you know whatever movement you choose to do doesn't really matter what it is as long as it's good for your body and you're you know paying attention and have someone that knows what they're doing that's helping you
0: but but it doesn't matter (laughs) right
1: Because if you're moving your body and you're eating real food, you're going to be healthy. Mm -hmm. That may not give you the ass that you want, but what is that ass worth to you? You know, Mm -hmm. is it worth, uh, doing too many hinges over time, fucking up your back? Um, is it worth not eating a sweet potato ever again? What are these abs worth to you? Are they worth keto diet? You know, why? Yeah. it's just it's an aesthetic thing that we all think that we want or that we strive to and especially when we get to a certain point in life to where we're healthy and we're fit and we're like I want more it's like yeah. an addiction it's like I could be leaner I could be skinnier or I could be bulkier my I could be more toned it's like we all could be these things but bottom line we should strive more to be to have a healthy lifestyle, not necessarily strive to look a certain way aesthetically. Yeah. You know, and nine times out of ten, if you go for the healthy lifestyle, you're gonna end up looking the way that you wanna look.
0: If you turn into it. That's it's yeah. gonna happen. Right.
1: Um, but to me, you know, flowing with a kettlebell is is my favorite form of movement because it does produce that moving meditation and the word that you used a second ago was being able to relax while you have a weight in your hand, knowing when, and it's not relaxed as far as like relaxing your body. Obviously you're very engaged, but it's relaxing mentally. If you try and do a kettlebell flow and your shoulders are up in your ears, like what good is that doing you? And that's telling you that you're overthinking it. You're being insecure about it. You're not trusting yourself. Yeah. And that's a big thing about kettlebell flow. There's no... Set up, engage, and then go. It's like you've got to think on the spot. When you have that kettlebell in your hand and you start the flow, you've got to know what's coming next and you can't anticipate it. You've got to do the move and then you've got to do the next move and then you've got to do the next move and you have to figure out how to put them together seamlessly with this weight in your hand. Where do I need to build tension? Where do I need to release? But in the end of the day, I need to stay connected with my mind and my body.
0: We've cookie cutter
1: mm-hmm.
0: everything mm-hmm. I think that was something that uh, when Cameron was talking to you and Lisa I heard a very uh-huh. good thing it, 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 but it did it made a good point that like we cookie cutter everything in the fitness industry mm-hmm. so we've turned this all into like little fun flowy mm-hmm. wads and workouts and stuff right. instead of staying creative and always going back and strengthening the basics so that you can your glass is even bigger to be more creative, right? And go forward, and and that's kind of like my overall message to like those out there. It's it's not bad to to follow all this stuff, but just like remember like what is actually going on. Remember mm-hmm. that you know you are a follower, and you're you're put in there just as as you are to us as well. But you've got to start to look at like how am I spending a lot of time training and, or just like working out mm-hmm. and staying in this and doing these things or am I really diving deep into this and am I finding the original people who put out a lot of the work because I think what's cool when you go back to all the original things is you see all the original wisdom mm-hmm. and it answers like all the questions mm-hmm. you know because um, that's just something that's, that's gotten me like recently is watching everybody and like really starting to think and it's like okay Everybody in their 40s and 50s that has been in this game, that's been mm-hmm. doing it for a long time, that's super smart, mm-hmm. has got a track record, all these things, mm-hmm. they all have common stuff. And mm-hmm. that common thing, what's interesting is it's not like start to become more conservative. It's like... You should just train like conservative and smart from day one on It just never yeah. stop. It should just be quality shit all the time. So
1: we're talking to you 20-somethings right now. Yeah. Because when you follow trends and when you do things that are on the extreme end of the, spe- of the spectrum, you will pay for it later. And Luke and I yeah. both experienced that enough. Like, listen to what we're saying and take it easy be conservative figure out what works with your body and your body is going to change Bush, yeah. every year it's going to feel different you need to listen to that you need to know you know this i love doing this there's a lot of things that i love to do that i just yeah. can't
0: and if you have a hard time of taking it easy then you then you your best training program is to look inside your head <laughs> yeah. cuz i mean I guess people don't understand the power of the mindset. And it's like oh, the things no. I'm about to say and I, like with it's not cocky, it's just like I'm centistic. Mm-hmm. Like if I get challenged in exercise, I guarantee my mind can take me to a place to do the stupidest shit. Mm-hmm. And whether I win or not, I will get a lot of respect. Guaranteed right. no matter what, whenever. And it's like that is not good I would fucking kill <laughs> myself not good. it's not but that's a problem like that's a thing that I've also examined and what I mean on a serious note with that is like that's something I've had to look at yeah. that's gone years of looking at but it's definitely got to say okay like slow down you mm-hmm. know this you preach this you're not doing it and that <laughs> pattern of like there's your consistent patterns that, that you need to look at so we've we've narrowed it down again and again it's e good real food mm-hmm. and we're saying move all the time and we're saying start to move more consciously and pick good mentors like all these things just keep happening but mm-hmm. we've really got to be self critical of ourselves and figure out our, our biggest weaknesses and not lie about them was, <laughs> that's, we're lying
1: to ourselves really and we all know it it's like your mind is so powerful sometimes you know i can find myself justifying things in my own head that I know good and damn well I know the answer to mm-hmm. and I'm still trying to convince myself that it's okay or that I can go in a different direction and it's like I know better and and most of us know better
0: yeah what's that game that we all like humans like to play where it's you know better but you won't like I want to ask you so that you validate it for me but right. I'm trying to like set you but, up yeah really, <laughs> set so,
1: you up to give yeah. me the answer that right. I want Right. yeah and I'm gonna convince you uh, we can be more convincing to ourselves because this conversation is just going up going on in our right. own heads
0: yeah. this is uh, there's so many contexts with this and people don't get mad but some buddies of mine were joking around literally a couple of days ago because somebody kept kind of making excuses about making it into the gym uh-huh. and it's just like and look, we don't care. Right. I don't care. I love of all, everybody. I don't give a shit about who's heavy and who's light anymore. Like, that's people's personal thing. Sure. But it was. it's just like the irony of being able to say, well, like, in this exact situation, since you know this person, you know the, the BS uh-huh. that they're saying with these excuses, uh-huh. that's why they're overweight.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know, it's like, that's not being mean. Right. It's just like... The or. other dedicated person would have figured some shit out, or wouldn't it? Like, just you know, there's all those things, and that can be the same as why people are broke. <laughs> for broke. sure, I, yeah. yeah. For so sure. it's like you know, you could point them back at it. We Money can, can be that.
1: related a yeah. lot to
0: these we can exact find things stuff we're talking about in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not throwing stones at anybody, but from the health and wellness side mm-hmm. of like losing weight, it's not hard. It's right. easy.
1: Yeah, it really
0: is. Stop listening to all the shit simple. out there. Yes. It's
1: very simple.
0: Look inside, figure your shit out. Mm-hmm. And then you just got to work. You <laughs> <laughs> just got to do it.
1: You have to do... You have to make these choices. It's not going to happen in a week. Nope. It's not going to happen in a month, probably. It's going to take you... I mean, I would say that you could successfully make a pretty good change in your lifestyle over a year.
0: Yeah. A year. Like a, and that's, that's going to last A year, you.
1: 12 months yeah. of... Just slowly introducing these new routines into your life and dedicating yourself to some sort of movement practice and uh, thinking about your food more, thinking ahead, mm-hmm. going to the grocery store, planning things out. If you need to pre-make stuff, pre-make well, stuff. Those
0: have got to become your fun things in life. They've Thank got us.
1: to become a priority you know and a habit.
0: How many like other healthy friends of yours are active people? Um, healthy is just weird in some mm-hmm. of our minds. I don't know if we're healthy. I'm definitely not. I'm Sometimes just, I feel like I'm sorry. Um, even but though I am. How many people do you know that love going to the grocery store?
1: <sighs> not many.
0: Really? I have a couple that are just like could spend just as long as, like, I, I could well, literally...
1: I I, I always complain about it. Like, this week I was complaining because I had to go to Sam's, and then I had to go to Target, and I had to go to Super Cowan. And it was like... You probably got 3,000 steps. I was going to end up going to, like, four grocery stores, basically. But yeah. I do it every week. But I also enjoy, like, buying the food and bringing mm-hmm. it home because knowing what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. So even though it sucks sometimes to have to, like, run errands, especially in the summer and get out in the heat, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I do enjoy, like... I was just thinking about this today. Like, I, you know, try to budget myself in a smart way, but it's like <laughs> the grocery store is really what gets me. I'm like, ooh, let's get this, let's get this. The grocery store um, is bad. And, you know, it's all good food, but I just get excited when I'm there yeah. and I think about all the possibilities and it, it, it excites me to eat good food Yeah. and to see it coming. I mean, that should be a fun part of your life.
0: Man, speaking of food, how much good food did we eat this last well, week? It was very good. Having and I, and I think it was
1: such a great example, too, of how to eat healthy. It's not, like you said, it's not hard. Dude, Nothing that, that we menu ate was complicated. Nothing was like, no. it was all, you know, simple but good.
0: Leftovers utilized in the correct ways.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, it It is crazy when people, because that's, that's a healthy week of food and still had breads, yeah. still had waffles, but it's just the ingredients. It's it's mm-hmm. taking a little bit of time. Somebody actually cares. Everybody's mm-hmm. uh, invested in what they're putting in their bodies. They don't want to feel like shit because we all want to move around and have fun. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you you put good foods in your body, you should still be able to do that. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to go sit down and be like, ugh.
1: And, you know, not cooking bad. doesn't come naturally to everybody. Oh, but have a
0: chef, having Bruno.
1: Oh, yeah, that was great. But, I mean, everybody can learn, eventually learn how to do that for themselves for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like making a chocolate eclair. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's not like a pastry. Like, you can learn how to scramble eggs the correct way. You can learn how to saute vegetables or roast vegetables. You can learn how to cook meats. Like, it, it may not come naturally to you, and you may not know the steps to that, but over time, you can learn.
0: Yeah, but didn't people talk about, like, okay, so different uh, different people, like, cultures of people, like, um, just from different states and stuff, mm-hmm. um, go in at different times, like, the Budokan, and then Oklahoma comes in. Yeah, yeah. And then we killed that pork. Uh-huh. Like to hear them say like how much, what, less salad. And our group ate
1: the least, least amount of salad. least <laughs> amount of salad.
0: And the funny thing is, is even like everybody still ate, ate a lot of salad.
1: Oh, yeah. I but, felt like I ate so much salad.
0: But everybody else was just pounding uh-huh. meat and eggs and uh-huh. stuff like that as well.
1: Yeah, um, that is interesting. So
0: Oklahoma represented uh-huh. we destroyed that pulled pork.
1: We, yeah, we seem to destroy That's all the, the proteins for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, So what else is new? What else is on your mind as far as like training focus going forward, kind of your back or kind of getting back into the swing of things? What is your biggest goals going forward with yourself?
1: Um, so anytime I ha- go to a training or anything like that where I learn new things, um, I always come back like really inspired and motivated, but I always have a hard time getting back into my routine because it's like I have all these ideas swirling around in my head so like it's a little bit difficult to come up with a yoga flow and to come up with the my programming for primal and my kettlebell flows and it, it's like today I struggled, you know coming up with this kettlebell flow because I wanted to do like everything <laughs> like I literally yes. wanted to do everything I and I just like Needed to, like, simplify yeah. and calm down and just, you know, there's plenty of other weeks to do all of these other things. and
0: One trick out of the bag, uh-huh, that's
1: it. Uh-huh, and I just wanted to pack it all in, you know, and especially with all the mobility that we learned, taking that from the jiu-jitsu mats and figuring out how to apply it on a yoga mat or on a hardwood floor mm-hmm. or on a turf. So, like, yeah. that's been, like, fun, but also it's been a lot of me just – Playing around and seeing how this works and seeing where I could take it. So, although this week I felt in my own training, I felt a little bit um, disorganized. Yeah. But I, I think I needed this week to like just go in and move around and play with some stuff. Right. And I feel like once I get back on schedule next week, I'll have a more organized brain and be ready for the week, whatever. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I was thinking today actually about, you know, just the differences between kettlebell flow and hard style, which is what you and I do. It's like, I enjoy the kettlebell flow and I know why, because it feels good on my body. That, that heavy weight that requires me to like really pay attention and engage and focus is tougher for me because if I you know, most days I walk in and I'm like, oh, ooh, and my back is just not feeling this deadlift. Once I get in there and get warmed up, get the first one under my belt, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. But it's like, you know, going into it, it's just not something... I don't look forward to it as much as I look forward to picking up a 25-pound kettlebell and throwing it around for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's important to do both for me because they both offer different benefits. So you got
0: to... Yeah, you just... You need to attack your weakness a little bit. Exactly, which is
1: what I've been doing recently—is attacking the weakness because yeah. I know what's I know what's good for me. I know what helps me, and I know that's what I need to do. Even though I'd rather just play around all day, right. <laughs> but I do need structure in my life as well, and that yeah, is hard style for keyed,
0: me. Need uh, strength conditioning. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have our human patterns that the body does that need to be adequate and Mm -hmm. then what do you what's your weakest link Mm -hmm. and then if your weakest link is you can't keep your hands out of the cookie jar as we were talking about earlier then stop that shit too (laughs) stop
1: stop buying the cookies exactly
0: (laughs) Um, it's the same thing
1: you know and the other the other part of that for me is like the idea that well you didn't work hard enough today like you didn't get your heart rate up enough Mm -hmm. you didn't
0: Mm, that's you know, an interesting one. I'm I'm doing that and right now.
1: That is just a game that I try not to play with myself, but it's it's tough.
0: I'm, playing I'm always
1: game. have this mental, you know, degrading of myself or yeah. not doing enough, or so like today and yesterday I didn't really have a structured workout per se. You know, Lisa and I played around with some stuff and kind of like it was fun to bounce ideas off of each other and try different transitions and see where they go. Mm -hmm. But then I walk out and I'm like, you didn't do enough.
0: There's our opposite minds. You're trying not to play that game. I'm playing that game. You're trying to slow it down. Exactly. Exactly what I was just talking about a minute ago. Me like 100%. I'm trying to get my mindset of what, where I've always been my best. Like, And I know I've been there before. It's like, but I need to just do quality shit Mm -hmm. all the time walk out there's you know science has supported three sets of you know whatever reps for many many years it's worked yeah. like come on right you know i right. mean that's what that's the kind of stuff i can make a million analogies because i've all done it all in my head but the, the one that always stands out and it's just like guys with muscle it's like dude, there are some of the greatest bodybuilders to train three days a week Mm-hmm. And why they're stronger than you is because they had the mental fortitude mm-hmm. to do it in three fucking days. When you're yeah, no psycho more. ass, it's getting in there seven days a week trying yes. to take every shortcut Absolutely. because you're insecure.
1: And, and the bottom line is that, you know, if my nutrition is on point and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, food-wise, it doesn't matter. Like I said earlier, it doesn't matter that I didn't get my heart rate up enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm 35 years old. I, I feel the best I ever have, but... Do I, do I still strive for this aesthetic that I wanted when I was sixteen years old? Like, of course, those thoughts still pop in my brain. Right. But I have to come back to earth and and remind myself that I am healthy, I'm strong, I'm in great shape. What right. more could I want?
0: Right.
1: You know. I know. I mean, it, it's just it's a matter of me just being happy with where I'm at do and accepting good? that
0: were you able to play and move the way yeah. you like to do right and did you eat a lot of delicious good things throughout the day that made you enjoy the day like that's I did yeah I did that's that today. where that, there's the key and I should we be satisfied with that and I that. and I
1: am but you know it's it's just those thoughts are gonna always for sure creep in and you just have to continually remind yourself of yeah. that.
0: They happen to all of us and, and anybody out there, like we both know in the fitness industry, the majority of people you're following, they don't they're the same way. Like mm-hmm. they don't have that shit figured out. Some of the things that they're psycho about that they have figured out that they, they've blinded you with. We all struggle with something. So yeah. don't fall victim into any of that stuff. Find people you can trust and start to view training and view this stuff as like truly finding a why and getting deeper into it because the second you get deeper into it it will transform your life and it will change you in ways that you can't imagine Mm -hmm. but it's just it's about
1: living your life not being a psycho like you said oh man about anything
0: yeah there's times to be the psycho right (laughs) you know like that's that's all back on that that balance and schedule uh huh. Like right. With, you know, like exactly with training Rafael, being around him, it's like, well, you can't just walk around 365 days a year fighting every day; you'll be dead.
1: Right. But <laughs> right. if we
0: harness this and we use it at the right times, so we right like, world champion
1: Sure. <laughs> sure.
0: So, all right, it was good to talk to you today. Anything you want to tell the people before you leave?
1: Um, I think that one of the greatest things that I've you know, told myself lately, and I try to remind my clients this is, you know, be kind to your body, whether that's not having that self, horrible self-talk, or putting shitty foods in, or taking a month off of any kind of movement, just be kind to yourself. I love you it. know what you need.
0: Y- you do. <laughs> so it's that other thing it's trying to pull you away. So yeah, swipe that devil. Flying around the year. Get <laughs> yeah. that some bitch out of there. Yeah. Alright, guys. It's fun. Highly. Until next time. Yeah, can't wait. Peace.